listening to Talking Law, the podcast where business owners just like you discover how to avoid legal landmines and build value using smart legal tips. Join your host, Joanna Oki, as she cuts through the legal jargon and gives you clear and simple actionable legal strategies, which will get you optimal business results. Hi, it's Joanna Oki here and welcome back to Talking Law. Now, in today's episode, we're going to get a little bit serious. We're going to be talking about some brand new legislation and some recent case law. Yes, I can hear you all shuddering. Case law sounds really boring, but we'll try to make it very interesting. But I want to talk about some really important changes that have come in very recently in relation to dealing with your casual workforce. Now, today to talk about this issue, we've brought in the fabulous Fiona Yeand from our very own Aspect Legal, who's here to give us the nitty gritty on what the hell is happening in this area. Fiona, thank you for coming on board. Thank you very much. Great. Okay. So why don't we kick it off, Fiona, by maybe just giving our listeners a really quick overview of what the issue is in this area. What are the changes? Why are we talking about it, I guess? Thanks, Joanna. The Issues in this area relate to the question of what's an employee who's casual and what are their entitlements. So it's an age-old problem. When are your employees casual and when are you not? And the courts over time have set up lots of different things to decide if, you know, if someone is a genuine casual employee. And once again, it's reared its ugly head and we're talking about it because some of the laws have now changed the result of a recent decision. So to put it in perspective, the real issue for employers is if you have someone who is a casual employee and they're deemed to be a permanent employee, you have to start paying them for things like annual leave, long service leave, personal leave, and additional entitlements, which casuals are normally given a casual loading to compensate them for not having. So the problem for employers is you can get hit twice and have double dipping if you're not careful. So I think I just want to emphasize that because this is the real issue and I just want to make sure that our listeners are aware of this for their businesses or, or indeed if you're an advisor to businesses on behalf of your clients who really may not be aware of the, the changes and the issues that have now been brought to the forefront. The risk is that if you're engaging casual work staff, they might be deemed to be a permanent staff and you may have to effectively double pay, so the casual loading plus back pay for in entitlements that they've missed out. Now, maybe if we can demonstrate how this happened. And just to be clear, there's two things that we're going to talk about today. Number one, there's a change in legislation, which came into effect on the 1st of January this year. So really new legislation. We'll talk about what that legislation is in a moment. But there's also separately a case that came through the courts towards the end of last year. So last year, we're talking about 2018, depending on when you're listening to this podcast. So a case that came through the courts in late 2018, that has really, really sent, I think, shockwaves through certainly advisors like us, and it should send shockwaves through businesses that have a casual workforce. So let's talk about this case, Fiona, Work, Pack and Skeen. What happened? What was it all about? Okay, so this guy called Paul Skeen, he was a haul truck operator who was engaged on a, on a casual basis, flying fly out into the coal mines, working with his roster 12 months in advance. So he, he took up a job, he was employed as a casual, he was given 
a rate which was set out as, as a rate, you know, it was $50 an hour to be exact. And he was employed on a casual basis. It was told that he had casual loading, but when he completed his job and he, he terminated his employment naturally, just like you or I might when we resigned, but he argued that he was really a permanent employee and was entitled to include entitlements for annual leave as part of his termination pay. This was picked up by one of the unions that ran with it. And the court ultimately decided that because he had a range of indicia, which is, you know, things that they look to to see if he was a casual or not, that he was not a casual employee and was a permanent employee. Now, most people who have had to deal with employees and casual employees will know that they look at a range of different things. In this example, they found that the certainty of Paul's engagement, the regularity and the predictability of his work hours meant that was really inconsistent with being a casual. And I guess we sort of stepped that out a bit more. I guess what we're saying is in this particular instance, because they had him rostered 12 months in advance, it wasn't really casual. So I guess that's the argument that they were running and the courts sort of agreed at the end of the day. They did. But the problem with this decision is not that he was actually deemed to be a permanent employee rather than a casual. It's actually in fact the employer got stung twice because what happened is the court went a step further. After he was found to be a permanent employee, so is it okay, he's entitled to all of his accrued entitlements. Normally you would say, okay, that's fine. We've been paying you a loaded rate, which is means we've been paying you more than we would pay our normal permanent employees. We can set off those payments to make sure that you get the right sum at the end of the day. And so, however, in this case, the court said said because it did not expressly state a percentage or an amount that responded to the, the casual loading amount, rather it was just a rate that included loading, it wasn't able to be determined what was the additional payment and therefore they couldn't set it off and the company had to pay the entitlements as well. So this guy got both payments. Wow. When I first saw this case, I thought, wow, this is huge. And I think as it rolls through, it is even getting bigger in, in terms of our understanding understanding of how it might impact businesses who have casual employees. And that's correct, Joe, because what unusually for, for the law, it's actually moved relatively quickly and people have been quite concerned about these changes and there has been a regulation that's been passed which to try and give guidance on how to protect yourself as an employer. And the key thing is if you're an employer, you need to look at your casual contracts to make sure you don't get hit with the double dipping. We can't control where the courts will go on the casual versus permanent employee at times, but you can protect yourself by looking at your contracts and drafting them very carefully. Yeah, okay. I think that's such an important point. So I guess what we're saying here is not, well, here's this big risk. I think what we're saying is there's debt that you can now take and you really as an employer need to be aware of the risks so that you can start taking the steps to protect yourself. There's things you can be doing. So Fiona, let's talk about the impact then in the regulation change and then in the new legislation as well. If you can tell us what's happening happening in that area at the moment. Okay. So again, this casual area has been quite exciting for the end of 2018, which is very rare for you to say as a lawyer, but the government did do a regulation under the Fair Work Act, which does address some of these concerns about this double dipping, which does give sensible employers a way to protect themselves from that double dipping that we were just talking about. Conversely though, at the same time, they've also put in place starting 1 January 2019, some amendments to the awards, which mean that dual employers now have actually more certainty at times and if you fill some criteria can become permanent employees by their choice and that's something that we now need to be aware of. Gone are the days when your casual employee was someone who you could just take for granted to be honest and use as you wished for 
their rights are increasing and employers need to be very aware of these. I don't know about you, but when I was a casual, performance management wasn't really there these days. It's something that employers are going to need to start to protect themselves because they're going to get caught with some employees they may not want. Yeah, and I, I think it's interesting as well because, as you said, this is a really fast-moving space. So we've probably not seen the end of the evolution of this space as well. So I guess it's about, you know, our listeners getting on top of the situation right now, but also staying tuned and, you know, having the right contacts so that they know as as this continues to evolve. If you're giving your casual every Sunday forever, get them off, get them, get them out of being a casual, make them a part-timer, pay them less money, all variants. Be aware of it because you will get caught. And, you know, everyone, most places have the Sunday afternoon guy who's been there forever who, who does the same thing. And then the next thing, you know, you're suddenly required to give them annual leave and they've been there for five years. That's a lot of annual leave. Okay, look, thanks, Fiona. I think that's a really good overview. And I think there's probably a lot more that both of us have to say about this area, but I don't really want to overcomplicate it right at this point because I really want this message to get through to employers loud and clear because I think most businesses have either had casual workforce at some point or have it right now. I I think this is such important information for, for employers as a whole that it's really important that they're understanding what we're saying here, that if you've got a casual workforce, you've got to get on top of this now. So let's go through maybe the action steps for any of our listeners who are employers of a casual workforce. I guess the first point is to have someone review your situation and explain how this impacts your business and what changes need to be made. I think that's the first thing. What's your thoughts, Fiona? What else should they be looking at? Yes, I do think that's the first thing to do that they need to understand where they're at currently. But the other thing I do think they need to do after that is they need to get their casual employment contracts reviewed. It's fundamental. They need to get that sorted out so that they know that they've got what they need to be covered off in the eventualities that could arise. Absolutely. And probably a good point to get your employment documents as a whole review, but certainly your casual employment documents. I guess the last element really is making sure you're embedding new practices and procedures to help you minimise the risks because it's not just about understanding the risk and then having your employment contracts reflect the the best minimisation process. It's also about having your processes reflect, uh, correctly reflect what your employment contracts say and what your new processes should be. Very much so. In employment, that's fundamental because they always look through to the reality. They look to the real circumstances the courts do. They don't look at what your documents say. They try and look to see what you actually do. So it's making sure you're at that. Excellent. Okay. Well, look, Fiona, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast today and talking about this really important area. If you as a listener are concerned about your business or businesses that you're an advisor of, I'd recommend that you get in touch. We'll put some details in our show notes of how you can do that that or just pop straight over to our website at www.aspectlegal.com.au and there you can choose a 15-minute free consultation. We can have a discussion with you or with your clients about how this legislation and new cases might impact their business. Fiona, thank you so much for coming on Talking Law. It's been a pleasure having you. Thank you very much. It's been lovely. Do you or your clients need assistance in getting on top of the changes in dealing with casual? If so, Aspect Legal is here to help with a number of different simple options we have available to help businesses navigate this area with ease. 
If you're interested, just head over to bit.ly, that's B-I-T dot L-Y slash casual staffing, where you can line up a free call with our specialist team who can explain what the changes might mean for you or your clients and what protections can be implemented immediately. Or check out the show notes where we will link straight through to that free call booking engine. Thanks for listening to Talking Law. Tune in next time for more smart legal tips and tricks to keep you clear of those legal landmines. If you want to get a download of today's show notes, head over to talkinglaw.com.au. Information in this podcast is general in nature, not legal advice. If you want advice for your business, visit talkinglaw.com.au. Thank you.